This is the fourth episode of Venture Your Adventure, Entrepreneur Podcasting by Michael Cini. Now today we have Jessica Smith. So Jessica, let me ask you, what are you doing to create revenue for yourself? I am a writer. I have published my first book, which is a nonfiction, and I'm currently working on a second work of fiction. I tend to jump genres a lot. I have several book ideas, but mostly through writing with other ideas in the works, but nothing set yet. Awesome. That is great. Now, for Jessica, there's a lot to know about her. Jessica has always been obsessed with stories to the point of being grounded from books while in middle school. She loves them in any form, reading books, watching movies, talking with others, and creating them by experiencing life to the fullest. Jessica grew up in a small farming community and was the first in her family to receive a college degree at BYU-Hawaii. There she studied international culture studies with an emphasis in communications. She has used this as she wrote her first book, Awkwardly Strong, and as she continues to write, learn and grow. What made you want to become an entrepreneur? Mostly just because of how passionate I am about writing. Um, it's something that, as you mentioned already, I've always been obsessed with stories. And when I was in college, I wrote a senior research paper rather than doing an internship, which did make it a little bit harder to try and find a job outside of college. Um, I didn't feel like I fit into too many boxes that were preset and predetermined. Um, and I got a lot of support from my college professors who mentioned how much they loved this paper that I had written and how there was really nothing like it in the field and it was something that needed to be shared. It, it took me a few years to kind of take that to heart and to kind of uh, expand on that idea. But once I took that to heart and took off with it, I've, it it's become an addicting process to, to write and to publish and to see, you know, my book is like my baby. And to see that go out into the world has been a very addicting process and something this is all I want to do ever. That's great. I'm sure we'd like to learn more about what you have written. Now, the next question, what do you enjoy most about what you do? And just like I mentioned, it's something that I've always been passionate about. It's something that's so hard to explain. It's always been something that has consumed my time, and I would rather be reading a book. I would rather be talking and getting to know someone and learning what their story is and and why they do the things that they do. It's always been something that's fascinating to me. And as I struggled to find a career outside of college, um, it was something that I couldn't find anywhere else. And so I love that this is something that allows me to do the things that I want to do and the things that I am passionate about and that it helps me to help others bring out that passion and that excitement for for life in their lives as well. I've been able to start a writing group um, that I hold in my apartment every week and help others who are artists, encourage them to, to grow and to build outside to see that there's more than just the nine to five, that there's something to be excited about and passionate about every day. That is really awesome. One of the ways you are expressing your passion of writing 
is bringing others to your place and helping them out with their writing too. That's really showing that passion there. What makes your book stand out from other books? Um, especially my first one, it is very unique. A lot of it was based on my personal experiences having Tourette syndrome. And as I was doing this research paper that I mentioned in college, I found that there were three different types of research, essentially, that I found in how information was presented. It came in that personal story form where people were simply just telling their story. And it came as as a medical story. I mean, it came as information and research and facts, you know, quote unquote facts. Some of it is believable and some of it may not. There's so much information that can vary on Tourette syndrome and nothing is really set in stone. And I kind of combined these two in this research paper that I wrote in college about how Tourette syndrome affects communication. And I took it more from the perspective of, you know, and as I wrote it, as I expanded this into a book, it almost became more like the more that I wrote, the more that it became its own form of story. And it kind of took a life of its own and it kind of evolved into this merging of the two. So there's really nothing like it in the field. And it did become more of a generalized self-help of realizing the things that are different about us are really something that we should be excited about. The, the differences that we have are what make us unique and can actually become a strength. And so it's more of a step-by-step how-to using my stories from Tourette syndrome and using research to kind of show how all of these pieces can fit together. So my book's almost more like a puzzle in how it came together. That's great. I'm sure that's going to help a lot of people out there who are uh, having the same symptoms or know others that have that. It's really something that's really can help a lot, of, a lot of people out there, and I'm glad you're out there to help. What was your greatest achievement or most memorable experience during your entrepreneur adventure? It's funny. I think those are actually going to be the same thing. So far, my greatest achievement was actually publishing my book, which was a very exciting moment to come as far as I had in as many years as this had taken to actually finally have that published and available on Amazon was, was incredibly memorable. And especially when I look back and I messed up so many things, I, I got so excited. I started to tell people right away. And patience is a very important thing, I think, in entrepreneurship. And I got so excited and didn't have that patience that I kind of messed up a few things that are important for timing when publishing a book, and which also makes it kind of memorable just because I learned so much from the mistakes that I made. I know this is not one of the questions, but what is one thing you learned from experiencing failure? There was a lot of things that I learned. I think probably the biggest one would be patience. And when you have a plan to make sure that you follow that plan and and to kind of slow down and make sure that steps are going to be following that. I had joined a self-publishing school that had given me you know, step-by-step instructions and all of the students talk about how much it helped and how everything worked out just right. And as I messed up on this timing, I can definitely see why they were successful and why I didn't. I got so excited and I jumped the gun. I think patience is probably the biggest thing and making sure that, you know, yes, it's so exciting to, to get that book out there, 
but at the same time, there have been others who have gone before me and who have given me advice that I got too excited to follow it. It shot out of my head and I jumped forward way too quickly. So patience and if you have advice that you think is good advice, because not all advice is good advice, but if you have good advice, make sure that you're following it. Awesome. That is really great advice and really great input for everyone. As you continue your adventure as an entrepreneur, what kept you motivated to keep going and not give up? I think in all honesty, sometimes it was the hard moments that made it easier to push through. There was a moment last year when I was struggling to feel like my book was long enough and I wanted to write more. And I was working a job at a call center and I had wanted some time off. I had called my sister. I was talking to my nephews and he told me, he didn't ask, he told me I was coming home on the 18th, um, which kind of broke my heart that I wasn't going to be able to do that because someone else had already booked the time off. It was a super frustrating moment because my nephew is the cutest thing in the world and I wanted more than anything to be home just because he told me to. It was one more, you know, it was almost like the last straw of, you know, I already didn't feel like I fit in this box. This wasn't something that was making me happy. I realized I didn't have control of my time and I have too many things that I want to do to waste time just trying to bring in a paycheck. I want to be able to drop everything and go play with my nephew because that's going to give me more stories and more information that I can put into a book. It's going to teach me so much more. And I've got so many things that I'm passionate about that I I would much rather be doing that than being stuck answering phones and relaying information that isn't important to me. Yeah, that definitely keeps you motivated. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, so it was actually the, the hard times that actually made it easier to, to push forward on top of the good things and the success, which all the more motivating. So a little bit of everything. It, it's just been such a fun process for me, and I've enjoyed most of it, You know, especially the entrepreneur aspect. The, the hard stuff mostly came from feeling stuck. What do you consider to be success as an entrepreneur? I think for me, my biggest success is the excitement that I feel and having a reason to wake up every morning. I've dealt with depression in the past, and there were some days where it's just so hard to get out of bed, especially to go to a job. You know, answering phones is not my favorite thing in the world. But to know that I had something that I could look forward to every day, that I can come home and create something from thin air, create something that's never existed before, and to have that excitement and and purpose come back into my life, I think is how I measure most of my success. Because even in the hard times, I still manage to get excited about the things that I'm learning. So I define success a little bit differently. Um, yes, it's definitely a success every time I sell a book. And yes, it would be a success every time I've received messages of people who tell me that I've inspired them. And that is a massive success to me to feel like I am doing something worthwhile. There is that purpose behind it. There is that excitement behind it. It's just like this big cycle of success as I continue to go upward. Awesome. That is great. If you could go back to that one moment where you are about to start your entrepreneur adventure, what's one thing you would tell yourself to get started on? I would tell myself to stop waiting. 
I was 30 years old when I first published my first book, but my entire life, everything has kind of led towards this and I've always been so scared or for one reason or another, I was convinced that it wasn't going to work or I, I had a million excuses. Uh, my fifth grade yearbook even predicts that I was going to be a writer when I grew up and I wish that the stories I had started back in elementary school were still something that I had pursued you know, win or lose, you know, success or failure would have been something that I could have learned from. And my only regret looking back is that it's taken me so long to get so excited doing something that I love. Awesome. That is great advice. Don't wait. Get started now. Just do it. Nike has it right. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. To those entrepreneurs who are struggling or looking for inspiration, What's one piece of advice you would give to them? I would ask them to look at the things that they would rather be doing. For me, writing has become so much of my passion just because I have read so much. Whenever I wanted to check out from reality for a moment, all I wanted to do was read. Whenever I you know, had downtime, I... I'm the kind that carries a book in my purse. Kindle is the greatest thing because I now carry like 200 books in my purse at all times. This is something that I would rather be doing. And if you would rather be playing a game, the gaming industry is growing rapidly or whatever it is that you're wanting to spend your time on is probably something that should inspire you and encourage you to move forward. It should always be something that you're passionate about amazing words of advice. Thank you so much for that. Hey, what's up, podcast listeners? If you'd like to listen to more motivating and inspirational entrepreneurs, don't forget to subscribe to my podcast.